I know, like, here's the problem, like, this drink, go half an hour from now, like, I, sh I should bring the bottle and the ginger ale here, really. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> no, like, like, usually at the 30 minute mark, I'm like, fuck, I'm out, like, and I can't I move. I, I don't know if I should really be feeding into the whole, um, like, I, I really don't know if I should be feeding into the whole, like, Sean's an alcoholic thing, but I don't come up here with anything less than a six pack. <laughs> You're out of fucking control. <laughs> well, I don't drink it all, but <laughs> how many do you usually pack? Well, probably what? We're we're an hour and a half, two yeah, hours, I so do at least three. Sometimes if sometimes four if I'm feeling frisky. Well, so I'm usually going, four. I'm going to get the I'm going to get the bottle. Fuck this. All right. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Press X the Podcast, where it is March 7th, and this is episode 9. Hi, guys. How you doing? What is up, Paul? Um, it's another Wednesday in a series of Wednesdays. But it's a, it's a Wednesday where we're one episode away from double digits. Boom! Right? Yeah, it's boom exciting. indeed. Is it? I guess, I mean, it's kind of arbitrary. What's that? What's arbitrary? Well, where the important points come in. Is 10 an important number? Yeah, sure. Of course it is. I mean, people were betting on us to fail, like right out the, right out the gate. We're just, we're proving people wrong every day <laughs> with our success. Who was saying we're going to fail? We have to kick their asses. <laughs> I'm sure it was an Alex. If it was anybody, it was an Alex. I don't know which Alex, but it was an Alex. Take your pick, any of the Alexes. God, they're a dime a dozen. Uh, <laughs> in the best possible way we love them um, of course we do <laughs> uh, we're Paul, Sean and Trevor and we're back again for 90 minutes we're going to be the voices in your heads hey, you remember how we started and we were like 60 minutes guys and now it's 90 <laughs> we, we, we try we try to hit 60 but it, it doesn't work out every week we just blow it out of the water well, uh, yeah, we, we plan for 60 minutes worth of content, and then Sean is about a half an hour extra. I was going to say, <laughs> like, we plan for 60 minutes, and then Sean talks. <laughs> He's a passionate fellow. What can we say? That's right. We can't fault him for it. That's right. Well, no, it's, it, you mean, if you're getting the, bit, the best bang for your buck out of me, <laughs> I mean, this shit's free. Can you believe it? Yeah, I was going to say, we don't pay you, so this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys play any games this week yeah i did yep yeah i um i played uh because they announced the uh, backward compatibility for crackdown uh and the xbox one x enhanced version and it's fucking rad i mean i always liked crackdown and crackdown's a cool ass game um but i was just kind of it's kind of one of those things where, uh, you know, the gameplay is definitely starting to feel, I mean, slightly stale, you know, like you're running around yeah. collecting orbs. Yeah. I mean, um, but, you know, the the progression with your character, right? I mean, you're collecting orbs, but your your character is constantly improving, all that sort of stuff. Um, it's It was kind of really easy to fall back into. And what's more so than anything, what really surprised me is how good it looks. I mean, what Microsoft is doing with the Xbox One X Enhanced stuff. Um, I mean, I even heard that Forza Horizon, you know, obviously it's not completely passable. Uh, 
but a lot of the comments I've seen, people are basically saying it, like, it looks almost as good as it belongs on this gen. Like it's an Xbox One generation game. That's how much improvement there is with the enhancement, which is really, really cool. I mean, so yeah, Crackdown looks like super, super solid. And it's just getting me kind of hyped up for three when eventually, whenever we get our hands on it, hopefully soon. Hopefully. Which I, I really hope Crackdown 3 is going to be amazing. I mean, I know, Sean, you really liked what you played at E3. I was lukewarm about what I played at E3. I mean, yeah, it featured a lot of chaos, a lot of explosions. It looked pretty good. But I'm like, ugh. Well, I felt I mean, like something was missing. Well, yeah, but I mean, and let's It was be a quick serious. demo. It was yeah, like, exactly. what, 20 minutes? Right. God, yeah, and that and that's just it, right? I mean we're not going to make up our minds on a game in no, 20 minutes abs- of of demo gameplay. I mean, especially when you know that what they're serving you is just like, you can't go past this line. I mean, you've got invisible walls. You're literally trapped into their perfect little, you know, this is exactly what we want to show you. You know, you're not really seeing the game for what it is when you sit down for those types of demos. No, um, you're not. And considering it was, you know, I mean, we're looking eight months ago, nine months ago now. I mean, you can only imagine how much, like how many changes uh, uh, Sumo Digital has made since then. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it probably, I mean, obviously it, it is the same game, but there's probably so much new, so many different things in another eight, nine months, right? Yeah, I, th- I think it could have, it would have been a different story at E3 if they had dropped us into, say, the, the third chapter of the game where they introduced you a little bit to the character, um, got you familiar with a little, little bit of the main character, a little bit of maybe the enemies, um, showed you some different mechanics other than just sort of jumping around and blowing other people up. I think it would it would have been a different story. I think it would have got excitement levels a little bit higher. But yeah, we'll see. I, I'm I'm happy they delayed it because it just a delay in my mind can only mean good things. So um, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm optimistic. Yeah, it's it's funny how people you know you get two different mindsets when it comes to delays. You'll get the people who are like. You know, no, that means they're taking the time to do it right. And then there are the other people that are like, it's fucked up. It's doomed. It's, it's, it's never going to make it. <laughs> we, and yet it, it seems to be mostly from that camp. Oh, but, it's fucked. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think they're walking a fine line with this, you know, at this point, with, with especially with Crackdown, is that, I mean... What have we really gotten out of it apart from like all these promises about how they're going to use the cloud three years ago? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, an overacted Terry Crews trailer. Um, <laughs> and that's it. I mean, yeah, you know. Not a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to have to do a lot, I think, to get people excited about the game again, at least to get people talking about it again. Um, but that being said, with all that new uh, the Game Pass stuff, it's probably more people than would have been before that are going to get their hands on it when it comes out anyways. So it's mm. kind of destined to be talked about, I would say, because people mm. are going to play it because it's free. I mean, I bet you, I, I'm actually curious now, we'll, we'll, we're coming into into March here, what the sub numbers are going to look like for that Game Pass because of that sort of sort of stuff. Yeah. It's going to be a spike. I feel like it's a it's a huge month for, my, for, uh, for, for Microsoft and Xbox. Like it's kind of a big month, Sea of Thieves coming out um will those game pass subs go way up i mean i you'd think they would like naturally it's well that's that's if sea of thieves is the game to do it and i don't know if it is we played it and it's fun right Mm -hmm. but you gotta play it with a crew i mean 
And I don't know. I mean, I find it hard now to get a crew on a regular basis. Oh my God, it's impossible. So it's not that kind of game where people are just going to hop on at any moment and be like, I'm playing. Um, So is that going to hurt, you know, those types of stats? I don't think we'll really see how this system is going to work out, you know, for Microsoft until we see like a good single player game that's got some hype. So like I say, maybe something Mm -hmm. like Crackdown or when, you know, the next Forza Horizon or whatever comes down the pipe that sort of thing is when we'll see the what it, the kind of numbers it's really going to do and, yeah. and what sort of impact it's going to have on their ecosystem i've heard some rumblings about sea of thieves people who have been playing it a little bit more people who maybe have access to some of the game that is not uh readily available just yet and it sounds like there's maybe not a whole lot going on out there in the ocean and once you've got the sailing down pat it's you're just kind of screwing around and there's not there's not a good goal to go after. And is, is is that the thing, you know, like the idea is to just like pal around with friends and just be silly. I mean, it kind of suits, it suits rare, I guess. But mm-hmm. you just figured like, so what's the end game on this? I mean, what are we supposed to do? Who knows? Right. Which mm-hmm. is leaving a lot of stuff in the dark. I just, yeah. I mean, like I say, I mean, whether, I just don't know if this is the game to really gauge game pass is new uh, uh you know ideas or whatever i don't know if this is the game to gauge its success on yet mm-hmm. because yeah i mean i think too many people are going to be wishy-washy about mm-hmm. sea of thieves paul you seem particularly jazzed about into the breach into no no the no. Breach? no into no, the no. breach no no into the fucking breach yeah oh, into the fucking breach yeah, yeah he didn't Man. just go into the breach he went into the fucking breach man. Oh. yeah that's fucking what i wrote into the fucking breach and he made it out alive right, right. it says that right into the notes into well, the fucking I'm, breach. I'm gonna correct you right away sean i did not make it out alive because this <laughs> game is pretty damn hard uh did you guys ever play ftl no no okay uh well none what's of this that, was, will what make does that sense stand for i don't even know what that stands for faster than light See, uh, it just shows you where my mind goes because it starts with an F. I immediately assume, and it's an acronym, I immediately assume the first word is fuck. <laughs> you, you just, I'm like, you got fuck a filthy the... Mind. I'm Losers. like, what, what could L be? Fuck the... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, tell us about Into the Breach. Uh, yeah, well... I mean, a lot of my anecdotes and analogies are going to be related to FTL, but uh, I'll try to do it without that for your benefit. Um, we have we have listeners who've probably played it too, right? So you don't need to just cater to us. Yeah, right. yeah, but let's go. We'll go for the wider audience here. The, um, I know FTL sold pretty well, but I don't think a ton, a ton of people have played it. But it's a uh, a run based spaceship simulator where you're trying to get to. Um, rebel space basically you're trying to get your ship across uh, the vastness of space and there's all kinds of shit that goes wrong along the way so in into the breach they've taken that concept and turned it into basically a puzzle game um and i say this at the beginning of the review that i'm writing right now uh every once in a while you come across a game that completely completely absorbs you and you have no way to get around it um into the breach is one of those games I sat down to play it for, you know, 15, 20 minutes on Saturday, and I sat there for six hours. So, um, <laughs> it is <laughs> Megan was thrilled. <laughs> and I was like, what? Get, leave me alone. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it is a 
truly, truly great game. Um, Earth has been overrun by evil bugs, and you're a bunch of time-traveling mechs. So you gotta go back and kill the evil bugs, and that's always a good premise. Um, but this is, this is, it's, it's, I mean, I've heard a lot of really good feedback. I mean, I've just kind of been reading along on Twitter. Actually, I, I know a coworker of mine is playing it and I asked him to kind of give me the elevator pitch on it. Like, give me the one all encompassing sentence that will, that explains this game because I'm interested, but I don't know if I've been sold mm. and he, he hasn't given me one yet, but it just seems like everybody is speaking positively. Um, but from what I've seen, I mean, it is like strategy based, like, is it turn-based? Uh, you're on a board, it looks like, because it looks like you're moving squares and stuff like that, right? Yep. It is a turn-based, run-based puzzle game where you're on an 8 by 8 grid, um, and you see what the enemies are going to do in the next turn before you make your moves. So the idea is to take your mechs and your skills and either stop them from destroying the buildings and your power grid, or use abilities to push them out of the way and maybe get them to attack themselves or um you know otherwise get your mechs in the way of them damaging the power grid Interesting. so if you screw up it is 100 percent your fault there's no mechanics getting in the way so you're gonna make a bonehead mistake it's gonna happen and you hate yourself and you yell and you scream and then you try to uh you try to fix it on your next turn you basically have to react and um survive so yeah it's another uh a buddy of mine mitch uh saltzman uh he does um he does a lot of gameplay stuff for for ign uh Mm -hmm. he was playing it and he i think he's like is it is it roguelike in nature because the way he made it sound was like he was two and a half hours in and made a mistake and like he was ready to crawl into a hole and die like he was really pissed <laughs> like so so like say is it roguelike you know yep. like is, are you losing things along the way so if you're two and a half hours in and you fuck up like is it devastating it can be um when you start the game you pick a pilot to take back in time and so as you go along you're getting experience and you're leveling up so you're getting more abilities if that pilot dies, he's dead. He or she is dead. Yeah. Uh, and you can't get them back. So that can be pretty devastating if you've got somebody up to max level. Um, oh, man. Yeah. See, those types of games, like... like yeah, like, I don't like that. I know, right? But, like, I, That's why, like, for me in roguelikes, I've always been a tough sell, because I'm like... I mean, I'm not very good at games to begin with, you know? And it's just like, if I finally got myself to a position where I'm doing okay and I fuck it all up, I'm like, that's a broken controller time. <laughs> like, <laughs> So the way they've tried to manage that in this is that everything scales to how far you've progressed in the game. If uh, you're a bone stock team, all the bad guys are going to be pretty easy. They're going to be pretty squishy and they're going to die quick. But if you've got a ton of upgraded gear and you've got a ton of health they're going to be a lot harder. And mm. one of the interesting cool. things um, in the game, there are four islands and you got to clear the islands before you can take on the final mission. You can go to the final mission after you've done two out of the four, which makes the final mission easier. Or you can try to get through all of them and get a bunch of cool gear and then make it harder on yourself to do the final mission. And there's achievements, uh, steam achievements and all that for um, finishing the game after two islands or three islands or four islands. Um, so there's a lot of replay value there. Yeah, the co- that's cool. The, the question for me is how much longevity it's going to have long, long term. FTL had this huge long tail where there was tons of weapons and tons of things that could happen. 
I'm not really seeing um, the breadth in this game. While it is still it is still really fun after I don't know 15 or 20 hours, I don't know if it's going to be hundreds like FTL Mm. is. Is there any talk though of I mean is are they going to throw any DLC into the game? Do you know or I haven't heard any rumblings yet, yet? but I would be shocked if they didn't. Yeah, yeah, it'd be really easy to add extra islands and and so on. Who is who's the developer of that? It is Subset Games. So a small little tiny. Tiny team. Oh, good um, for them. I, yep. I love hearing those types of success stories where like a game that, you know, known because I didn't hear anybody talking about this until like this week. Oh, it's out now and everybody's now gushing. Yeah, they kind of went into a hole after FTL and nobody heard anything until this basically just appeared on the scene. Um, but it, it, I really like it in all facets. It looks great. It's got, you know, a nice old school pixel art vibe. The music is great. The writing's actually pretty good. Um, one of the writers from Fallout New Vegas is, is the does all the flavor text and all that stuff. So, yeah, definitely nice. worth your fifteen bucks on Steam. That's cheap. That is cheap. Cheap, cheap, cheap. People would argue that you know, fifteen dollars. I need three hundred hours of gameplay for fifteen dollars. <laughs> well, you get FTL for free if you buy uh, Into the Breach. So there's well, there your you hundreds, yeah. hundreds of hours there. right there. Right. My God. There you go. So take your complaints and shove them up your backside. Yep. Just good bang get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trev, do you play anything? Uh, I played a bit of Dead Space. Kind of. Well, Sean kind of inspired me to go back into the library when he mentioned Crackdown a week ago. Um, I was like, you know, what are some old games, older games? Uh, Dead Space is what, 10 years old? Um, you're, going, I, you're going back. Yeah, I'm going go way back. Back in the time. <laughs> when I was in my mid-30s. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Way back. <laughs> way back. Way back when it all, when it all stood up with, without help. <laughs> but I, 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 yeah, Take much. that how you will. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> when my shit didn't sag. <laughs> I mean, that could apply to so many different things. Right. <laughs> so what are they alluding to right now? There's just so much innuendo going on. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, de- I fired up Dead Space, and the thing, kind of like Crackdown, it holds up. It looks great. For a 10-year-old game, it still looks really good, and I'm playing on the Xbox One X, backwards compatible, um, and it's still spooky as shit, and it's got um, really good strategy, really good progression, a scary story. Uh, you know, the backtracking, I don't know if all that backtracking would hold up today it does get a little bit annoying but um yeah it's 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 fun it's fun to go back and play the game that i really i hadn't touched in a decade and uh and i'm loving it i'm about six hours in i'm of course stuck on a boss for the Hmm. past for about an hour of that six hours i've been on this this boss that i can't get through which funny enough 10 years ago i think i beat that boss no problem but now, ten years later, for some reason, it's impossible. So, so that those alone refle- is quite telling. Those reflexes just ain't what they used to be, buddy. Yeah. Oh my god! Something, something, something. Sagging ship. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> the reflexes are sagging too. But yeah, de- <laughs> but Dead Space. That's that's uh, that's pretty much all I've been up to. That's it. Wow, that is back in time, Trev. It is <laughs> way back. I think we'll probably see a lot more of us chatting about new games over the next few weeks here knowing that there's some there's definitely some big games on the horizon over the next like 
three weeks or so. Yeah, we're in a bit of a dead zone here. I was trying to put together the release list this week, and oy, 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 it's, it is thin, thin. That's all right. That <laughs> means we don't have much to talk about, and we can talk about the good stuff. Right. Well, there's lots of news, 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 news. There is a lot of news. Uh, Trev, you'll love this first story because it's your favorite, favorite game. Uh, Bloodborne is free on PS Plus. Oh, fuck that game. Fuck that game. That fucking game. I mean, look, I get it. It's it's an iconic. It's fantastic. Everybody loves it. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, fuck's sakes. It's too hard. It's too fucking hard. My God. It's so punishing. Fuck. But, Fuck. You know what? For people who who like Bloodborne, I mean, it's there. It, there's literally, or or really, there's only two camps when it comes to like from software, basically. And it's either you love their games or you fucking hate them. There's no real middle ground. No one says, "Well, I thought Bloodborne was okay." They're like, "I would, I'd give up my firstborn for a new Bloodborne game." Yeah. You know. Um, uh, I mean, Trev, you got to say at least that Bloodborne looked fantastic and had oh, a great no, and, atmosphere. And, and I think I explained that like a few few weeks ago on on the pod when we did talk about it. Like, yeah, it absolutely looks fantastic, and um, I can certainly appreciate the strategy involved and how punishing it is. And you have to be careful with everything with your uh, with your weapons, with your ammunition. Like every kill is thought out, and I definitely appreciate that. But I just don't have the fucking patience anymore. I just don't. Like, I want to get through the fucking level. And it took me probably two or three hours on that first level fucking around. And I'm just like, ah, I don't have the patience for this. Restarting from the beginning of the level. Every time you die, back to the beginning of the level. It's just like, oh, my God. And see, though, I wonder, too, like, I wonder if that's a thing of, you know, not that you're not willing to or you're not interested in getting better at the game, but it just comes down to time. Um, there are some people who, okay, well, I have all the time in the world. I don't have a wife to worry about or a husband or whatever else, and I can just play games whenever I feel like playing games. So, you know, if they spend six hours and they only get an hour's worth of of depth worth, you know, into the game, it's no big deal. When you only get to play, you're like, look, my week, I'm lucky if I get in like five hours total all week long to play video games. Well, the last thing I want is to basically get an hour further into one game. I want to play a game and start to experience some things, right? Yeah. And that's kind of, that's kind of my situation. Like I'm very busy, <laughs> um, extremely busy, full-time <laughs> job, running a site. You know how it is. Remember Sean, remember when you, I remember, remember those days. I remember. <laughs> so I feel like when, yeah, when I've, when I've got time to play a game, I really want to get into it. And I really want to, um, you know, if I spend three hours on a game, I want to be able to get far and whatnot. You want to see look, that you've made some fucking progress. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I made no progress in that <laughs> game. But you know what? I think it's one of those ones. Maybe I'll fire it up again. You know, and if yeah, yeah, you say that. Now, yeah, you, no, I'll fire it up again. You'll, be, you'll, you'll and, do that. Yeah, no, not doing it. <laughs> and then I'll be yelling at the wall again. And yeah, well, you but should I mean, probably play the other the game that's on PS Plus this month. Ratchet yeah, and Clank, because yeah. that is a badass game. It's that's more up my alley. But it's I was so surprised at how good it looked. I mean, it yeah, looks, it does. It is wow. It looks really fucking good, especially if you're playing it on a pro. It looks so solid, and it just kind of. I mean, I don't know, I why I was unprepared for it to look so good, but I remember booting it up for the first time and actually like pausing for a moment and like almost being surprised. 
I cannot believe how amazing this game looks. And it's, it's so too. vibrant. Yeah. Well, and then, and that's just what it is. I mean, I, you know, I mean, it's not hard to grab my attention. It's like, Ooh, look, shiny things. And, <laughs> and you know, and that's all it really took, but vibrant's probably the best word to describe it. It looks so good. Yeah. And that's not all you're getting this month on PS plus. Um, I mean, there are a few other games too, uh, uh-huh. that are cross by like, well, yeah, like, like, uh, the fantastic, awesome game. Uh, I can't think of any adjectives. It, it's mighty number nine. That I, game I think you're sucks. leaving out. I think you're leaving out the adjectives that you really want to use. No, I won't. I won't shy away from this one. This game is awful. Like, the first time I played it at E3, I was like, what the fuck is this? I, is this an early an early version? But no, it was not. It was basically complete. Uh, yeah, God, it's so bad. That's too bad. I mean, it's one of those games where there was just so much hype built up around it. Like, people had so much hope for it. Mm-hmm. And to see it be such a... I mean, especially for all the people who backed it. You know, all these people who put in early money on Kickstarter and everything. Like, they definitely did not get what they thought they were paying for way back when. Right? <laughs> Not at all. No. That game averaged 52 out of 100 on Metacritic. 64 reviews in. And that <laughs> is goddamn generous. Tank. You know, what's funny is now, uh, too, like, uh, they also took, when they announced the PS Plus for this month, they also took the time to basically announce that they were finally, they're dropping uh, Vita and PS3 in March of 2019. So an entire year from now. And I watched forums just light up with people like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. Oh, I can't believe I'm wasting my money on PS. Oh, my I'm like, God. Get I'm over like, yourself. Like, exactly. the PS3 came out in 2006. I, and yeah. it, just, it just fucking blows my mind that like at $5 a month or whatever it works out to, that you feel like you're entitled to so much that like you're willing to drop your subscription because, oh... They're not going to support this console that, guess what? You never fucking turn on anymore. And the 13 years of support wasn't liar. good enough or what? Well, and that's just it. I mean, I just get I get so tired of, of the entitled attitude. I mean, and, and not only, I mean, look, they're saying they're dropping PS3 and they're dropping Vita. They're not saying that they might not add support either. They're like, okay, so... How much you want to bet that a regular thing is going to be uh, PSVR games, right? They're going to definitely continue oh. to support that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, maybe you get an extra PS4 game. We don't know yet. But you just watch the way that the internet reacts to things. And <laughs> and I mean, granted that there's a good chance that on the other side, uh, you know, of these words that you're seeing on Twitter or whatever else, you've just got an angry kid whose mom and dad let him touch the keyboard for a little too long. You know, like, it, it just... <laughs> Well, I just I don't, because you can't sometimes the things you read, you can't believe would come out of the mouth of an adult, you know, <laughs> be like, really, honestly, I mean, look at what you're getting for your five bucks this month and you I, have the gall to complain. Fuck off. I find it. It's very helpful to just keep a tab open with Kaz Hirai CEO at all times, <laughs> just so you can, you know, see Kaz himself. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, taking the piss out of people. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. and yeah and exactly and he would and he would it's, it's just <laughs> again i mean this won't be the last time it's probably it's definitely not the first time where we've spoken to uh the entitlement that tends to float around this industry at times and it's just like when you're getting bloodborne and ratchet and clank 
let's put it this way. You're getting two games that are good, Bloodborne, Ratchet and Clank. And then you look at the PS3 games. Yeah, they're cross by, but you look at the PS3 games and you're like, oh, great. Mighty number no. nine, a shit ass game. So really like for your five bucks, all you're losing is the shitty games that they're tacking on just cause. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it's, it's not a loss. It really isn't a loss. Yeah. Um, speaking of entitlement, did you guys hear about this Twitch streamer who admitted to killing someone's <laughs> dog while she was a vet tech? Like she, she didn't think that one through. Are you kidding me? Close that. Like what? And the, and the, the, the craziest thing about this fucking clip is like, there was no, there was no remorse. There was no like any sort of guilt. Like, it's like she was just she was just saying it not even with with like zero empathy. She's like the guy who owned the dog was shitty. So I killed their dog. What the a horrible horrible you? individual. Yeah, like I mean, I I I haven't followed the story since um it broke cuz I remember it popped up for me on Twitter and I watched the video and I mean kind of shitty on the guy who was hosting this thing to kind of let it go but i'm wondering if i mean he was probably just like like a deer in headlights kind of going okay well now what you know he tried (laughs) he tried to work through it and he he did kind of confront her i mean but i mean i don't know i mean if it was me it would be a full stop like did you just say what i think you said oh you you're a shitty human being you're a fucking piece of work but yeah, he just kind of rolled with it. But man, it was it got awkward because it was a video cast too. So you could see the other people. There were three other guests or three guests total, her being one of them. And you could kind of see on their faces like the jaw drop and the eyes open wide. And, and she just <laughs> did not give a fuck. And so what did, what did she... So, sorry, I hadn't followed along the story. So what, what exactly did she say? Well, she was a, she was a vet tech before... She, I mean... Um, when she was going through university, it says that she was going to the university of California, Santa Cruz. And, um, she just kind of, I, I can't remember what the, the, the context was on how it came up, but she basically, yeah, she just dropped the bomb of like how she killed this dude's dog because he was pretty shitty. And then when they pressed her on it, she didn't really seem to give a fuck. And basically after that said that the dog was pretty shitty too. I'm like, what kind of fucking sociopath do you need to be? Yeah, that's about it. You know, and I mean, but the repercussions from this, you know, I mean, it's, there's video proof. People immediately were like, I'm saving this because you know that they're going to try and pull it down. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, obviously she's never going to be a vet. I mean, I don't know if she, if that was her, her end goal. Well, you, you fucked that up, but she can get charged now too, like animal cruelty or, or, or whatever else. I mean, I hope Twitch at the very least bans her and says, you know, no, we don't need, I mean, there are new rules that we had chatted about last week or, or whenever we did, they came in today. That's right. So I'm pretty sure that talking about killing people's dogs because they're shitty humans, I'm pretty sure that violates the new terms of service. You would think. <laughs> you would hope. <laughs> God, what insanity are we living in if that's not the case? Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I hope they throw the book at her. I mean, if you want to talk about shitty human beings, like that right there is just the shining example of it. Yeah. Um, This is arguably less insane, but it blew up pretty big on Twitter as well. Um, 
Blizzard made a Diablo Nightlight, and they <laughs> plugged it into a an outlet, and they filmed somebody switching a switch to turn it on and off. And so people went, <gasps> Diablo on Switch? Well, what? it has to be, right? It has to be. That's a clever marketing scheme, isn't it? It Well, it sure would be if it was true. <laughs> I mean... I get it. It'd be super, super exciting to have Diablo on the Switch. But I mean, watching their little thing, it's a nightlight. I mean, there's nowhere in this little <laughs> thing do they say, or in any way whatsoever, Diablo is coming to the Switch. But man, does the internet like to reach for things. Well, and didn't they come out afterwards and say like, whoa, 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 we're not... Oh, they, they've no, officially, and that's just it. Yeah, we're they've not that clever. Um <laughs> This is just sort of a silly promotion that we did. Like, you well, know. you're right. They aren't that clever. I mean, how long ago did the game come out? Six years ago, and they're still technically not an end game. <laughs> you know, why don't you work on an end game and then work on bringing it to Switch? <laughs> but yeah, no, people just lost their minds. Like, oh no, oh, that yeah. means that's a I saw it switched on and then it switched off. That means the Switch, and everybody just went bananas. And yeah. Then Blizzard came in to take a shit on everybody's parade and like, nope, sorry guys, it's not happening. <laughs> Do you think that triggered any conversations at Blizzard HQ though? Oh, I'm. Oh, for sure, for sure well, it did. I don't even know if I would say that it triggered any conversation so much as the conversation had to have been going already. I mean, I don't know a publisher in sight who is not at least putting Switch or bringing Switch into the conversation with with their properties at this point, you know, just based on the success of the console. Um, obviously the yeah. one thing that's going to hold them up is whether or not the switch is ever, uh, uh capable of running it. Yeah. But power I, constraints. Yeah. Sure. But I would think, I mean, I would think that Diablo could run on the switch. I mean, I mean, they got, yeah, they got doom running on the switch. Exactly. You know, yeah. so, I mean, whether or not the Switch is capable, I, I, I think is, is, is you know, almost a non-point. I'm sure it is. Uh, maybe it's just the work involved, right, to bring it over. But they came out swinging uh, that no, it's not. And if if this little thing was actually hinting towards it, if that was part of, of, of their MO, they wouldn't just come out and deny it at that point. It just doesn't make sense, right? Like, why do it just to deny it? it makes kind of zero sense. Or they thought they had this big, sneaky uh, PR campaign that was going to be viral and nobody was going to get it until the very end, and then they got it right away. Uh, what, has Blizzard interneted before? Fuck that. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> no, I, 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 I can't buy that. I mean, they, they had to have known like, if that was their plan. They're like, they'll never figure this out. Whoever whoever came up with that idea, if that's the plan, he's fired. <laughs> <laughs> he's done. Steve, that's a little on the nose. Goddamn Steve. He's on the unemployment line. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, formerly of Blizzard PR. Uh, did you So you guys know that Monster Hunter World has been selling pretty well. It's been doing incredible. Like it, it is. It's it's lighting up my friends list. A lot of people are playing it. It's it's impressive. It has sold seven and a half million copies worldwide, making it the best selling game in Capcom history. Wow. I call bullshit. Wow. I, it, 
I don't like beating Mega Man. Like beating no, but all that those... no, but see, but that's that's the that's the thing. That's where I call bullshit. Okay, so it is seven and a half million units. That is impressive, and that it is. is it's it's a feat. But uh, let's like let's look at say Street Fighter for example. We'll like we'll go with Street Fighter three or what or whatever else, right? Um, from generation to generation, where that game has come out, right? So they released it on this console and then released it on this console and they released it on this console at different times, different generations, they all have different SKU numbers, right? So yeah. Street Fighter could have has sold 14 million copies, but because there's a different SKU, it's not counted the same. But in all reality, it's the same game. So yeah, I don't think you can roll like two and two turbo and super two into the same. No, 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 no. We're talking. No, no. I'm talking. Okay. No, 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 no. I mean, different versions of a game. Absolutely. Right. I mean, if there's been a tweak to it, technically, yes, it is a different game. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. But the same version of a game that's been ported will have a different skew. Right. And Mm, like, maybe. Yeah, and but I I'm, I was, I spent some time, and of course I don't have it up in front of me now, uh, looking at numbers. And one of the Street Fighters, and I'm, I'm just going to assume Street Fighter Three, one of the versions of Street Fighter Three, in the same version, just ported from one to the other, has sold 14 million. Hmm. So I mean, hmm. is it the best selling Capcom game of all time? I don't I don't know if I agree with that statement per se. Well, if but, it's I mean, not, Anthony's fired. Well, well, no, I don't. Sounds, want, I don't want to discount as though it's the, the fastest. I think it's. It sounds as though it's the fastest selling. Like if you're looking at the time period from the time it launched till now, seven and a half. That that figure makes it the fastest selling. So not not the you know not the the you know the the highest selling Capcom ga- Capcom game, but definitely the the well, fastest that was, selling. That was the story that Capcom ran with, though. So I mean, too, you know what I mean. So you can't shit on Anthony for that at all. I mean, that was what they were saying. I just, like I say, I mean, you just when you sometimes when you dig a little bit deeper, I mean, especially with PR type stuff, is they're going to push things, you know, oh, because course. they want the biggest pop. And obviously, saying it's the it sold the most of any Capcom game ever is going to make news. I mean, well, and but but I mean, I mean, credit where credits due. This is the single most high, like the highest selling Monster Hunter game of all time. I mean, yeah. it's successfully it's doing, crossed platforms. It's doing incredible. Yeah, it's 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 successfully platform jumped, right? Because it wasn't available on Xbox before. Uh, you know, I mean, people are absolutely loving it, and I mean, it's been out for what's it, three weeks now, or yeah. close to a month, and people aren't slowing down on it. People are. Well, I see so it, much chatter. It has all those those traits that that people like. It's got those looter traits that people and a progression that people love. Like, you know, that, that whole sort of progression that we see in Destiny and in other games so that they keep coming back for more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And, but, I mean, it's been a slow start to the year. Like, what else is it competing with? Metal Gear Survive? Like, really? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it's it's kind of on its own island. Like, there's really nothing else that's competing with it. Like, a year ago... There were there, you know, we had Horizon. We well, had all a year sorts ago, of really good games. A year ago, uh, was it the third of March? So you know, four days previous from from now, uh, was the Switch, right? So and Zelda, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, no, no, there, there, it it's, was a. But we we can look back fondly on 2017. We've already commented on on exactly how ridiculous 2017 was. 
But right. yeah, I mean, it has been a little slow out the gate. I mean, January it wasn't... It feels like, for sure, it feels like it's been really slow. And I think that's part of the reason for the success. I mean, there's nothing else that's really sort of grabbing our attention at the moment. This is think... one of the longest gaps I've went without picking up a game, actually, mm. in a long time. I think yeah. we got to give Monster Hunter a fair shake, too, though. Because um, I think it's doing a lot of the things that people wanted Destiny 2 to do. Uh, it's really pulling that loot progression way out into the distance and giving people something to strive for for their 100 hours or whatever, whereas mm. Destiny 2, you were done after you know 20 or 25. Well, according to most of my coworkers, I mean, they will go all fucking day to get a piece of gear to craft a piece of armor for their, what do they call it, their palico? Or, like, there's some addictive stuff squeezed into this game and they're willing to 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 spend many hours of their lives there's some cool cross branding too going on like they had some i think it was some zero dawn armor yeah. that's right there. they did I, well at some point like i mean some of the images I, I i saw i mean whether or not they were doctored but i uh was like straight up aloy in the game pretty much which is pretty cool that is really cool they had some other companies too. There were some other games or other properties that um, have been featured as well. I yeah, think. there was some Street Fighter stuff for sure. I think you could get a right. Ryu outfit. I saw a weird alien looking thing though, like a green thing with a long neck or something. Like, and it was the player character. So I don't know what the hell that was from. I saw that just a couple days ago, but I didn't think much of it. I mean, I'm not playing the game, but but you know, regardless, you know, it seems to be a crossover success. It seems to have gotten a lot of people on board with Monster Hunter who weren't before. So, I mean, I don't think we can argue whether or not it was a, it's was it been a success story for Capcom. I mean, oh, that's yeah, pretty much absolutely. Without, question, without question, right? Mm-hmm. And one last big news story, I guess, for this week. Um, and that's that the ESRB is now going to label game boxes if they have microtransactions. Uh, well, no, big but, deal. Well, no, but... Like, but they're gonna you know, they're gonna label for microtransactions and loot boxes. They're saying, but really the label says in-game purchases, so that also boils down to DLC. Mm-hmm. Everything right? and everything. It, well, exactly. So, so really, what it's gonna and 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 to have basically what's gonna happen is this: is if a game say does well, okay, a game comes out and they don't have a plan for DLC because an in-game purchase is also DLC, right? Say they don't have a plan for DLC. Six months later, four months down the road, the game is doing gangbusters. People absolutely losing their mind over it. And they want to insert. They're like, oh, wow, we need to go back. We need to give them more of what they want. And we'll add this, right? So they add DLC. They patch it in uh, to the game. So technically at that point, if they hadn't done it before, if they hadn't labeled it, they actually need the game to be relabeled. <laughs> right how are they gonna yeah well that, well no but that but trust I, I actually i did some follow-up on this and basically like relabeling a game through the esrb amounts to nothing short of a fucking migraine like it's oh, it's, it's a headache imagine. and a half so even though this is a good idea to let people know that there's purchases involved literally every game has purchases involved or will yep. anticipate purchases involved so every game is going to have that box so it basically yeah. turns to from a great idea into like 
a, like a, a non-event because, well, of course it has that on there. Every game has that on there. You so what I mean, yeah. So this boils down to typical regulatory agency, ready, fire, aim. Let's just do a thing. And this is the thing. And they completely missed the point. Yeah, I, well, they're I just even... doing this to try and shut people up, but it's not going to because I think I think it's still missing some of the the point of what people are after, and they want to like it's it's really about the microtransactions. It's about those loot boxes, which can be mm-hmm. you know, which can be extremely addicting when you see the fancy, flashy you know packs appear on screen, and but the ESRB and, and it's been argued do... that that can be addictive, and so I think what people are arguing is that, look, there should be some kind of warning out there for, for parents or for kids or for whoever that look that specifically that there are these, there are these elements in this game and there needs to be a proper warning. And I I agree with you, but I don't necessarily think that it's, this is a situation where the ESRB is, is tone deaf. I think that they're, because they don't have, they don't have a stake in it in, in a sense. You know what I mean? They're just doing what they think they can, like literally all that's available to them, to let people know. You know what I mean? Um, well, I think I they think work they more for the publishers them. than they do the, 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 the consumer, right? Like, I think yeah, they're but, more but, on but, the but, side can, of the publishers. Well, sure. Okay, I agree with you. But what can the ESRB do about them? Like, what what can the ESRB do about micros and, and, and loot boxes and DLC? Well, nothing. It's not up to them. It's up to the developer and the publisher to create and release it. The ESRB, all they can do is warn people. That's that's their entire job is to warn people so they don't actually have a, a finger holding to be able to fix it. Like, they can't fix the situation. It's up to the publishers to fix it. They just got to let people know. And, I mean... Like I say, I don't know if it's necessarily just grasping at straws because they're like, we don't know how else to do this. How else are we going to let people know? So they come up with this. But yeah, bottom line is, is what game isn't going to have that warning? Yeah, like th- mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of games with that label. It's, it's almost a meaningless label. but it, Well, and exactly. I mean, and you, 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 it's going to fall you could argue the background. It's, you could argue, well, at least it's better than nothing, right? Like it's better than, than doing nothing about it. Well, yeah, and, and it, it is part of the conversation now. I mean, when you've got governors or god knows what from all over uh you know talking about you know is it the you know some political figure in hawaii we're banning loot boxes i mean if they ban that type of thing in one place it's done it's going to be done everywhere so i i think that somebody's going to end up stepping up to the plate on it and there's going to be an adjustment i i mean whether it's this year or, or you know maybe maybe it gets forgotten about you know i mean it's been in the news over the past six months Maybe it gets forgotten about who knows and we all just move yeah. on. But but I mean, something will probably give. It just seems like we're kind of hitting the boiling point on it because every time something comes up with, you know, a loot box style system, the Internet blows up again for another week yep. or two, right? Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think we're going to move a little bit out of order today. And uh, since we were talking about uh, switching on and off. I think we're going to move right into the Press X Perfect list. Let's do it. What's our list? Da, da, da. Sounds like it's the, I. you're alluding to something. Oh, I'm alluding, you're, all right. You're like, speaking of, so I'm assuming yep. we've already talked about this somehow. Yep, we're segueing. Uh, for those who are new listeners or haven't heard this segment before, this is where I come up with a topic and we, off the top of our heads, come up with the perfect list that fits that topic. Uh, in the past, we've done the 10 best SNES RPGs. And uh, what, did, what did we do last week, guys? 
the 10 uh, most, most emotional, emotional games ever. Yeah. The feels. The 10 most feely games ever. And that, that turned out into, that had turned into a pretty good list, guys. Pretty good indeed. It was the perfect list, really. It was. Definitive in every way. Most, I think the 10 most feely games ever is different than the list we did last week. That's just Super Seducer <laughs> 10 times in a row. <laughs> yeah. The most feely game ever. <laughs> so this week, guys, we are going to come up with the 10 perfect games that should be on the switch but aren't right yet right yet oh that's a lot of games to pick from yeah like, that's the thing like it doesn't necessarily seem like this is going to be hard there's so many games i guess maybe narrowing it down in our head yeah but we gotta we gotta get to the core of it what makes a good switch game why do you want to mm. play games on the switch well it's mm. funny you know it's actually it, it reminds me of an article i read where uh, someone kind of finally called out uh, people begging for games to come to the Switch. Because it, it's like literally there's so many games that when you play, you're like, oh, this is perfect for the Switch. And we've already commented too. Like, yep. like mm-hmm. oh man, this game is built for this the Switch. This is perfect for the Switch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But but the, this port begging, and it was it was Lou uh, Cantaldi. He, he writes for Dual Shockers, And he, but he pointed out just the worst of it because it's become a thing. Like this port begging stuff. And I'm... I'm gonna have to let, let me let me fuck around here and, and pull this up because because I just <laughs> no like could we stop like, you from fucking around if we tried? No, no, it's kind of <laughs> what I do. Um, I feel like this is two issues though, but yeah, keep going. No, no, anyway, no, I just like okay, I, no, I want to go into the perfect list of what I'm doing is I'm stalling so you can think, Trevor. <laughs> you can start yeah, thinking because you are in fact first this week, Trev. There you go. Oh, so yeah, okay. Well, Okay, so and no, no. Let me let me finish. Let me finish. I'm gonna be yeah, I'm gonna yeah, be yeah, quick finish. about this. But anyway, so yeah, he wrote this article about port begging. So people who are like, oh, bring it to the switch. And I've already received emails. Like I put out a, a news release uh, uh, at work, so through Evolve, and I immediately got an email that's like, and I, I'm not in charge of this shit. He's like, when are you bringing it to the switch? I'm like, I'm not bringing shit to the switch. <laughs> like I'm not fucking doing that. Like that's not my fucking job. But anyway. So yeah, he points out just the worst of it, right? So like the developers for A Hat in Time came out and said, we're not bringing this game to the Switch. Right now, it's just not in the plans. And the response they get, and this goes back to that entitlement bullshit, right? He just said simply, like, we haven't put it in yet. You know, we're a small developer. Right now, we haven't, you know, we're not looking at that. Fuck off. You don't know how to make business. That's for sure. Oh my God. Kind of sad to see a developer tell Switch owners to basically fuck off. What? What? That's the but you know one response. Fuck you. Um, maybe if you didn't treat gamers like shit, you wouldn't get cursed out because this only proves your laziness and and incompetence as a developer. What? Because I'm not bringing my game to your fucking platform. The Monster Hunter people are worse. Look, I think there's nothing wrong with being excited. Um, you know, over over social media, like, hey, you know, I'd love it if. Uh, Monster Hunter would come to the Switch. Yeah, that'd be so awesome. But, man, there, it seems like we, and when I say we, the video game industry has this toxic community, and it, it rears its ugly head every so often. And that's and that DualShockers article is a great example of how, yeah, the, the port begging also turns toxic. Like, it's nasty. Well, you mentioned Monster Hunter, right? And they basically said, we're 100% focused on Western audiences and da-da-da-da. We have nothing to announce for the Switch currently. 
and a response from just some rando on Twitter. Seriously? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I refuse to support Kingdom Hearts 3 oh on any platform if it isn't on Switch. It's just lazy of Square not to port such a big game onto such a clearly successful platform. Honestly, just shows how little devs care about the fans and what they want, huh? Uh... Maybe they're just doing what works for them, and that's not their focus, and that's just too fucking bad for you if you want to play Kingdom Hearts by one of the other consoles, you fucking prick. Like, these people who who go out of their way to shit-talk developers, it makes me wonder at this point why any developer does what they do. The abuse that they put (laughs) up with, why the fuck do you go to work every day? Well, it's awful. I got to assume that they're just not on Twitter. They're not listening to this bullshit and they're making games because they love games, which is the reason you should be playing games. You would have to hope so. But anyways, it it just I don't know. It reminded me of that. Like I just it's something I've been thinking about. And I mean, you know, years ago, it was a few years back. It was the Vita, right? Oh, is it going to Vita? Is it going to Vita? I mean, and that kind of faded. But the Switch also isn't going to fade. But just because your game, a game that you enjoy or a game that you're excited about isn't coming to that platform does not give you the right to tell developers that they're lazy and tell them to go fuck themselves. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. You know what? We're we're in the Trump era where, you know, just spitting nonsense and and just being like a nasty fucking asshole Ah, on Twitter. Fake news. It seems like that's an acceptable thing to do now. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems yeah. seems like we're more toxic than ever, but that's probably a conversation. Alternative facts, day. Trevor. Alternative facts. <laughs> right. Yeah. My guess my guess is is that there's more level-headed people out there, but they're just they're not involved in the conversation. It's, yeah. you know, the squeaky wheel tends to get the grease, but they right. also tend to stand out more than anyone else too, right? So it's not hard to find these toxic assholes. I mean, mm-hmm. I just wish that, like, they didn't... I mean, I, you know, for fair journalism, I see what they're doing, but, you know, they, they blur out all the names of all these people that are being these toxic a-holes. Uh, I mean, it, not that it would make it any better, but man, I'd like to have some words with them. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean, well, it's an argument I shouldn't get involved in at that point. Absolutely I mean, not. It's no. pointless. I mean, but. there, there are assholes out there for every topic you could possibly come up with. Uh, and then, you know, true. the silent majority is just that we're silent because we don't care about that bullshit so it's not um, worth the fight. i mean it's yeah it's not worth the fight nope. so so i believe if though if you're I a believe... member of the silent majority know that you're not alone we are out here shutting up <laughs> and just watching <laughs> the chaos part of the people Woo. <laughs> all right trev give me a pick <laughs> um i will go with uh, you know what we already talked about it. i'm gonna take the easy way out i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with monster hunter I mean, it makes sense, right? It's got that Nintendo fan base. Um, it would make a great Switch port. It's had a, Monster Hunter. I'm had a ton it of, in. Had a ton of success on the 3DS as well. So the, right, uh, exactly. They've got a built-in audience. So yeah, the base is there. Yeah, yeah, kind of an easy pick, but hey, that's my pick. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Cuphead. Ooh. That's a good choice. I was gonna. A, I was. That's what I was tossing over. I'm like, yeah. Cuphead's so good. Man, it's, it's awesome. It's, it would look so good, and I mean, it just lends itself so well to the playing in bursts or on the bus or whatever. It's bite um, size. Yeah, I mean, the switch. I don't know if it's durable enough to take being chucked across a moving <laughs> bus, but uh, I would be willing to try it. Yeah. Great pick. Great pick. Sean, hit me. Um. 
I'm hmm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with uh, the Walking Dead, uh, Telltale. Oh yeah, good, I, good pick. I would preface that with literally anything Telltale. They because they're episodic. Again, it's this it's that bite size. You know, you have a half an hour and you're riding the bus. Well, I'm gonna get through a half hour of this game. You know, it's easy to pick up and easy to well, not always easy to put down. Sometimes you get into some pretty some pretty good spots, but uh, but the Walking Dead specifically. I mean, as you know, they've got was it there's four of them now. I think in the series, all all said and done. So yeah, they're they're definitely perfect for the Switch. That is a perfect choice. Perfect. Of course it is. I couldn't argue it list. unless I did, but I won't. But you can't because this is the perfect list. Because it's perfect. Perfect. You know. Remember when we were joking around about how many times we managed to get girth into 30 seconds? How many times did we just manage to get perfect into 30 seconds? Like, it's in the teens. <laughs> I did actually count when I was editing the cast, and it was, it was five. Only four. Was it, f- was I thought it, four? it was only four. I was pretty sure it was five instances of the word girth. I was hoping it was at least five. <laughs> in any case, it was a girthy number. <laughs> All right, Trevor, what do you got? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Grand Theft Auto V. I think that would make a great... I mean, I don't think they'd be able to include the online portion, or maybe mm. maybe down the road. Um, that might be a bit much, but man, I would love to play the single-player pe- single campaign on a Switch. Um, and you'd have to believe, I mean, the game's a few years old now, that even with the power constraints, that they could still port over a pretty good GTA onto the switch so yeah that's my pick i'd love i'd be a day one purchase for me if if that uh if that came out on the switch interesting um well i mean it handles zelda so it's got the the chops for an open world like that i don't see why it wouldn't work exactly exactly make it happen like it hasn't sold enough copies what was the number (laughs) close to 100 million oh my goodness i mean there you go i mean it's literally just money waiting to happen for Rockstar. Right. <laughs> just do it. It's it's literally just like money falling from the sky. Just back up the money <laughs> truck, bitches. <laughs> Pretty much. Hmm. I think it's to you, Paul. It is. I have so many games that I want to say right now. Um. I'm gonna say The Witness. Ooh, that's out of that's out of left field. It is. I think, I think one, it would look awesome on that small screen. It would look super sharp. And I think that the puzzle gameplay would transfer really well to the Switch because it's uh, the kind of game that you need to keep up with. You're going to forget all the little rules and things. So like, if you could play on your bus ride to and from work or whatever, I think that would be freaking awesome. The Witness. Yeah, no, that's a good call. Because too, like, you know, like if you step away from that game for any longer than like a week... <laughs> Oh, you're screwed. Maybe two. You're fucked, man. You're like, okay, because you'll you, you forget that. Well, you forget like the certain rules of certain puzzle solving, and you're like, okay, I don't know how to do this because it it, it has this amazing ability to to improve you as you're playing through these puzzles. Mm-hmm. And if you come across a high level puzzle early in the game, you're gonna look at this and go, "There's dots and lines, and I have no fucking clue." And then you're gonna come across it 
10 hours later and you're gonna be like okay this goes here and that goes there you know what i mean like they do a really good job of building you up so mm-hmm. like you say like that kind of back and forth bus ride and you're like oh well i'll just pick it up and play it now it'd probably work really really well let's see it let's get it done that's Come right on, put it on the list it's on the list <laughs> now give me a game <laughs> um i think i'm going to continue with my idea of uh because for me the switch is like a perfect bedtime thing you know like i'm kind of chilling out towards the end of my day uh so bite-sized type things really work uh, i'm gonna go with what remains of edith finch Oh, that was my pick. Mm. Not anymore, bitch. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. God damn it. I, I feel like I'm at a football pool and like I have the pick right after you and you pick the player I wanted to take. And yeah, God. Sean just picked Julio Jones. God damn it. I wanted him. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect pick. All those little vignettes. It really is. Those would be awesome on the Switch. Yeah, the little mini vignettes and everything, for sure. Although you might look a little weird crying on the bus. Um, <laughs> but, you know, hey, go for I, it. You know what I mean? I've cried in all sorts of, sorts of places. Considering I used to drive a bus for a living, I mean, <laughs> I remember just going to work realizing that that's what I did for a living, and I was just the crying bus driver. <laughs> what is that guy why is that guy so sad he's a fucking bus driver what do you think <laughs> sorry to all the bus drivers out there your job fucking sucks i know i know this for reals <laughs> all right trev give us something happy would you well i feel like you you guys are going with the a lot of the story driven uh indie type games i feel like i need to come out with something triple a so I am going to go with, um, I'm going to go Metal Gear Solid Five. Well, you're really, you really, you, you said that Paul was coming out of left field. Is that out of left field? I think that's, that's kind of a, it's a huge game. It was, uh, I mean, what is it? Cup two, three years old now. It scored super well. It's got, you know, amazing mission design and. Um. Yeah, it's one of the best games we've played in the last few years. Why can't it go on the Switch? I think it's a great pick. It's a perfect pick. I'm wow. gonna have to leave my thoughts on uh, that game out. So because it's a perfect choice, it's a perfect pick. Naturally, <laughs> Sean, you're the only guy in the world that didn't like MGS Five. I know. No, we've talked about that. I. It's not that I don't like it. It's just not a game built for me. I mean, I appreciate how good of a game it is. Otherwise, people wouldn't have liked it. It's it really just boils down to like we we've all talked about this before, mm-hmm. you know, where a game is getting rave reviews and you just don't understand, you know, you just don't get it. But oh, it's it just because it's just not built for you. It's yeah. not built for you, and that's that's fine. And that's why I don't like shitting on other people's taste in games. You know, you get those people on Twitter like, oh, I like this game. You're a shitty human. Like what? Well, because I like a game. You know, like some people love to argue that sort of shit, and I'm not one of them. I'm just like, well, you like it, good well, for you, man. That's awesome. Have fun. Well, Have fun playing. A that lot game. of people, you know, a lot of people did criticize the game for its story, and and for some of the character development. You know, so I, I don't think you'd be the only one that didn't didn't care for the game. I, there are others there. I do recall, you know, the criticism about the story. But I mean, all in all, though, it was very well received. Oh God! Yeah. So I mean, yeah. to say that it wouldn't do well on the Switch. Oh yeah, right. It would go perfect on the Switch. Yeah. I would love to sleep dart and attach balloons to soldiers on the Switch. 
<laughs> and I, I also think it might actually run on the Switch because the Fox engine is just so well optimized. I think it would work. There you go. Perfect yeah, pick, go. Trev. Perfect. <laughs> One of your most beloved games <laughs> of all time, Paul. Well aware. <laughs> Have I talked about that before? Oh, wow. Just a little. Uh-huh. Um... All right. Is this our last go-round? Oh, God. I believe... I've made two picks, I think. You've made two? Okay. I've made two. Paul, Paul, you've made two. So we each have one left. Have you made two, Paul? Yeah. I made three. Yeah. Travel will be oh, yeah, last. Oh, yeah, so it's the last go-round because you get yeah, the last pick, first. too. You go first and last. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pick this one because I absolutely have to. It is perfect for the Switch. And that's Rogue Legacy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? What game? What the hell is that? <laughs> oh god! Have neither of you played this freaking game? Come on now! Come on, Come man! Come on now! I haven't played. I have not played Rogue Legacy. Oh I my have not god! Do you like two D platformers? Yes. Do you like yeah. uh, battling bad guys? Yes. Do you like also, big yes. epic bosses? Yes. Yes. Do you like RPG progression? I'm getting a boner. Oh. Yeah. Rogue <laughs> yes. Legacy. Go get it. It's probably like $3 on Steam yes. or something. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't even describe how many hours I've played Rogue Legacy for, especially at like hour 18 of Extra Life. Rogue Legacy, baby. It is so <laughs> damn good. It's one of my favorite games of all time, and it is perfect for the Switch. Perfect. Oh, it's a perfect pick. Can't argue it. Mm. Go ahead, Sean. Uh, okay. I've already kind of done my, like, I think there's a lot more games that are of that bite-sized variety that I would love to mention, uh, but I feel like I've kind of already given them kind of their due. Um, considering how well... I mean, Bethesda's been really eager to bring their games to the Switch. You know, so we're talking Skyrim, uh, we're talking Doom, but uh, as much as my people would probably want to say, "Oh, Fallout 4," I would rather see. And I'm gonna, I, God, I, I guess I got ha- I have to pick one. Um, I'd like to see do the right thing, Sean. I. I I would like to see New Vegas. Yes, hit the switch. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Fallout Three, and I spent far too many hours. I know that those are the two most comparable, but New Vegas has some masterful writing. I actually played. I three was my favorite, and then I and I played New Vegas, and three was still my favorite, and then I replayed New Vegas, and I realized just how good it was, and I'm like, oh, yeah, New Vegas is. It's the better of the two. Man, the factions in New Vegas. Oh, there's it's so great, many ways to play that so game. It's so good. It's so good. And I mean, you could just even see it come to the Switch. And if if not with, you know, even some slight optimization. I mean, we've seen that the Switch can do some pretty impressive things. So, yeah, I would love to see a Fallout game in New Vegas would be rad. All the DLC, I, everything, all the goods. I mean, I think if it does happen... If we do see a Fallout game on the Switch, though, I would think logically we'll It'll be probably four. see four. It'll yeah, be four. we'll see four, which would be great. Like, look, don't get me wrong, but I love that pick. I really do. You might it's say perfect it's perfect. Pick. Yeah, you there might, you go. You might say that. 
All right, Trev, it all falls to you. Make this the perfect definitive list. Yeah, you. It's Trev, you're coming in with the big finish. Don't stop now, buddy. I'm really torn <laughs> right now because I feel like there's a couple games that should be on the list, but I'm not going to go with them, but I am going to pick a game, and it's kind of cheating because it's three games in one. You can't cheat. I'm, I'm cheating. Okay. I'm going to go I'm going to go with the BioShock collection. All three of the games on the Switch. Mm. I'm not going to argue that. I, the, the entire collection. Throw my hands up. I'm Switch. not arguing that at all cuz I fucking love I love that franchise. I I right. I want I wish it wasn't done. Mm. I really hope we hear some kind of announcement. I mean, hey, maybe at E3. Doubt it, but hey, I I mean, you never it. know. Ken Some, Levine something. Is, Ken Ken Levine has moved on and and kind of he's doing his thing now. I just I don't see there being new BioShock even though like yeah. there's I desperately want it to be so. I desperately oh, want it to be so. But no. Yeah. Man, that's a that's a really good pick. Cuz Yeah, fuck, I'm, I'm I cheating. It's three games, but um hey, that's my perfect. Well, they released pick. it as one though. Mhm. You you yep. were able to exactly. get it as one. So, it's a it's a fair pick. I mean, I could personally. I mean, maybe some people might call me a blasphemer, but I could almost I could technically do without two. I could. It was good, but I could do yeah. without it. Take it but or leave one it. One and infinite. Oh man, those games are like highlights of my like gaming existence. They're so good. Guys, this list did not go where I thought it would. Uh, but I think it turned out perfect. Well, of course it did. Of course it did. We've never had a list turn less than perfect. Well, that's that's Always. kind of the whole MO here. It is. So, <laughs> let's read this back. Grand Theft Auto 5, Monster Hunter World, What Remains of Edith Finch, Rogue Legacy, The Walking Dead, The Witness, Cuphead, Metal Gear Solid 5, Fallout New Vegas, and Bioshock Collection. Boom. That's pretty good. Damn. The handsome list. Mm. That's ten games I'd buy on the Switch. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's a, that right there is me looking at a lot of money leaving my wallet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I, let my dog out. I, I need to. I need to pause momentarily because my dog is scratching at the door. Oh God. <laughs> and hell hath no Sheba. fury like a Sheba scorned. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, buddy. You said it. <laughs> man what a dick sean is hey <laughs> just just ditches us like this for his dog unbelievable what kind of guy does that hey sean what's this bullshit oh oh, oh. <laughs> Hello, i'm putting i'm putting my earpiece back in what kind of guy does that i'm like i know they're fucking talking about me well we were talking a little bit of shit yeah, well, I mean, I usually deserve it, so I can I can take it. So if you have a problem with the perfect list, I mean, it's perfect, so you, you can't. But if you did, you would email us at pressxpodcast at gmail.com. That is pressxpodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we're going to head into the emails where we got a very, very loaded email. This actually came in last week. But we were like, it was too heavy to tackle in last week's cast, so we're going to do it now. And uh, I think, listeners, you can probably guess where this is going. But, uh, Sean, do you want to read this one out? comes in from I, Josh. 
Yeah, yeah, this one was pretty heavy, and I mean, it really kind of ripe for what we're dealing with right now. Um, okay, so Josh wrote in, and he says, One particularly slow-witted Rhode Island rep proposed a 10% tax on violent video games to fund mental health. Even our president and the NRA have said that violent video games could lead to violence. Yet there's not a single study that supports that, nor did the representative source one. Ignoring the subjective opinion on what constitutes violence or morality, such as killing a zombie in Left 4 Dead or killing a deer in Last of Us, this sounds dumb. I'm a gun-owning, red-blooded American that believes in the Second Amendment. However, I cannot buy a bomber jet, and maybe an AR-15 is too much for a civilian as well, or at least a 19-year-old kid. In short, I'm not a fan of more expensive video games as a result for a kid that checked every box there is on not needing a gun, let alone an AR-15. My question, being a Canadian entity with a different healthcare scheme, single payer, more restrictive gun laws where guns are tied to sportsmanship um, versus self-defense and video game fans, what's your take? And, phew, I got a lot of shit. I, God, I could go on. Like, this is... Oh, God, yeah. Well, we need to treat... Like, for me, I need to... In, in a sense, I need to be respectful of other people's uh, thoughts, in a sense. Um, but... Are can like at least I just shouldn't say our. I don't mean I don't want to speak for you guys, but my Canadian take. I mean I don't care how old you are, you don't need a fucking AR-15. Let's just go on that. Like that. I mean this shit's been in the news for years, and I mean oh, yeah. the you know there's no reason to own an AR-15. No, like, you know even what, if you're an avid hunter, you really need no. An AR-15. But I mean it sounds like Josh here. You know I mean he's he's even admitting he's like okay you know you know he. He's a believer in his Second Amendment. He wants his guns, and and I'm I'll that's cool, man. Like that's your that's your thing. Uh, but even he kind of is at least acknowledging going. To, but an AR-15 is a fucking that thing mows down human beings, and obviously you know it it, it can. Uh, I mean, it can very easily or far too easily fall into the hands of the wrong individuals in the states, and and. Obviously, that does tie into mental health, right? So we're kind of going back to what he spoke about at the beginning. That does tie into mental health. Mental health is part of the problem. The ease of which they can get the gun is also part of the problem. Um, I actually saw a very interesting uh, video. Uh, and it was this dude. He was in his 30s, I think. You know, maybe, you know, into his early 40s. And he was reading a letter um, about how He basically, he's like, I was almost a school shooter and going through the, just the difficulty he had growing up and where he felt backed into a corner and how he's so thankful now that he didn't have access to that type of weapon because he would have been one of those people. And he like, oh, he was tearing up hard. I mean, it was really heavy to watch because it's someone who could have been that person who Luckily, like, thank God, got himself the help that he needed and figured himself out. And he can, he's in that position where he gets that chance to reflect and imagine that sitting on your shoulders, realizing you could have been that guy. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Like, how do you, but I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. I want to try and I, I do want to kind of go back to just wrapping all this together. Um, I'm going to agree with Josh when he when he points out this Rhode Island guy representative as being slow witted. I mean, a 10% tax on video games on violent games is no. bullshit. I mean, there's oh, this, absolutely. there's this talk right now where Donald's 
the Donald's going on about he's going to go and talk to very important people in the video game industry. You know, the funny thing is, is, I mean, we're involved in the industry. We're keeping up on the news. Uh, do you know that there's not a single uh, representative in the video game industry who knows what the fuck he's talking about? Like, he's not talking to me. He's not talking to me. <laughs> who the fuck is he talking to? No, no idea. Yeah, it's and it, but it's bullshit. Like, and this like there was this kid. I don't know where it was, but he got banned from fucking. He got banned from playing violent, not even violent games. He was banned for playing from playing video games because of the threats that he made. And it's just like they keep trying. They they just keep trying so hard to tie violence in the real world back to video games. And it just it this has been brought up numerous times over the past what ten even as far back as 20 years and there is no link there is no fucking link so they just need to stop and bring it all back and realize where they're going wrong and where they're going wrong is their mental health and their extremely easy access to weapons maybe focus yeah. on the problem instead of scapegoating something like that like video games and obviously i mean like i said josh i think josh has you know he probably he thinks a little bit differently than us obviously um, but he still is on mostly, I would say Josh is on the same page as we are going like, you can't blame games for this. And yeah, maybe someone shouldn't have this gun. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, we, and we would agree with Josh. I, we probably all here agree that a 19 year old shouldn't be able to walk into a Walmart and pick up an AR 15. Like we just, I, you know, I would think that we'd think that that is absolutely ludicrous. And so, and you know, we, I understand that, um, Americans for sure, there's a gun culture and, uh, y'all love your guns, but <laughs> maybe, but maybe we should not, um, use, um, redneck, um, uh, what do you want to, uh, accents when we're speaking to our American friends who are probably listening to us. Y'all love your guns down there. Don't you boys? Josh is like, I, I think was a we're... listener until right now. You fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I think all we're saying is like maybe some rules would be good, you know, maybe some policy, maybe some laws. Well, how about the, how about this? the fact that like I mean, I get the idea behind the Second Amendment. I mean, I'm I'm not going to try and go into uh, the politics of it all because I'm not as well versed as an American would be. Obviously, I mean, this is an outside take of someone on the outside looking in. Okay, but the only time I ever ever hear or see anything about a mass shooting. What's really strange is it's not in any other country ever, but the United States. So obviously there's an issue there that needs to be dealt with. But the 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 that grasping to the Second Amendment, I, I mean, to my understanding, I mean, that's to protect house and home and everything else. Great. You want to protect the land that you have paid for. Perfect. When this was written, I'm pretty sure the guns held one bullet at a time. You know, like, yeah. so if you want to go back however many years when this was written and they had access to a fucking Uzi, do you think they would have written it the same way? Do you really think they were like, look, if you've got this gun that can fire off like a thousand bullets a minute, have at her. Like, I, I have to think that the common sense might have taken over and went, OK, let's limit what the firepower is on this amendment. Yeah. Make sense. Yep. Totally. The the thing is, you can't boil this issue down to one thing anywhere. You can't boil it down to just video games. You can't boil it down to just access to guns or just mental health. Exactly. It's everything, and everything needs to be addressed. There's a reason that this is happening so often in the States. And, I mean, 
it's not an easy solution. There's no easy solution, but talking about it and not just praying for the victims is what's going to change things. People have to actually enact policies. They have to enact change themselves. Exactly. I mean, and it's funny that you bring that up. I, I saw this today uh, or yesterday, I think it was. Uh, what's the name of the guy? I can't remember what state he was from. Was it Arkansas or whatever? Uh, Roy Moore, that politician who uh, mm-hmm. ended up oh, losing. God, or it was, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Arkansas, but I, I, I can't remember. Anyways, apparently... You know, because he was he had a bunch of uh, accusations of um, uh, sexual assault and all this stuff against him. And apparently he's running out of money and he needs help with his legal defense fund and everything else. And people are legit like because he put up an address like it's like this GoFundMe account for this fucking redneck sex assault prick. (laughs) Whatever it is. But the funniest fucking thing is there's an address to send in, you know, help for this guy and people are writing checks in the dollar value of thoughts and prayers. And I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> fuck me. oh like, well, but it's rich. just like, it's exactly, it's like, bring it around full circle, you know? And it's just like your thoughts and prayers aren't helping people and kids are dying and stop trying to blame something. That's not really part of the problem and focus on what is. And I mean, I think, no matter what side uh, you lie on uh, when it comes to the gun debate, if you live in the States, I mean, unless you're one of those people who were in that weird ass church in Pennsylvania, I think it was who are like going through blessing ceremonies with your, with your AR 15s and wearing like bullet crowns, which is just, it's just too culty for me. Unless you're one of those people. I mean, anybody with a head on their shoulders is going to come to the same realization that, that children dying is is something that needs to be looked at. Um, I get it. Maybe you don't want to give up your guns. Uh, you know, that is obviously part of the conversation that needs to happen down there. But I don't think anybody's going to walk away and go, I don't care about those kids. You know, so it seems like there's a lot going on. This is a hot button topic right now. And, you know, we might see some changes on the horizon. I mean, these kids are speaking up right now, which is pretty amazing. Um but the bottom line is, is that scapegoating video games is not the answer. Like like you alluded nope. to, Paul. I mean, it's there's so many different aspects to this equation. Maybe it's part of it. I mean, I'm I'm even willing to say that. Okay, I get it. Maybe it, it's promoting, um, or you know, there's just a certain level of violence or a certain level of something in a kid's head. Maybe that might. But it seems that they've already proven against that time and time again. Right. The real issue is is the mental health and the access. Well, and there are ratings on these games for a reason. Like, you should not be letting your 10-year-old play Grand Theft Auto Five. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and that goes with Call of Duty, too. You shouldn't be letting your, your 9-year-old, your 10, your 11-year-old play Call of Duty. Like, there's a reason why there's ratings on all these games. Like, be a good parent. <laughs> that is... More important than, than any kind of you know game your kid's gonna play. Like just be a good parent and um yeah, watch what they play. Just monitor what your kids are playing. Yeah, just, yeah. Just be engaged with your kid's life. Right? I think that's a, a big thing that we're missing in the iPad generation is that people are less engaged with each other generally. Like you well, gotta pay attention to what people are doing. Exactly. There was a news article just yesterday or two days ago that our our boy uh, J.S. Avedo pointed out about Fortnite where 
People are like, I don't see my kids for hours at a time. I don't know what's going on because they're addicted to this video game. And I'm like, well, I mean, maybe this is just, I mean, I'm just going to throw this out there. How about you fucking parent? How about you be a parent? Like with my kid, like, what do you mean you don't see your kid for hours at a time? I'm like, I go and I say, hey, guess what? Turn it off. We're going to spend some time together. And I do things with my child as a parent should. It just seems like such an like an easy excuse for you just being a shitty parent. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Like it's just again, I mean it just it's just an easy thing to blame. Oh, let's just blame video games. Come on. Find something new. I mean because we right. fought back against that, you know, that scapegoating time and time again and by we I mean the industry as a whole. And every time it comes out it's like, yeah, you're right. Blaming video games is really stupid. Let's focus on the real issues here. And, you know, it's just going to come around full circle again. I mean, you know, Donald can talk to whoever he wants, but if he thinks that he's going to be able to come in and, like I said, add a 10% tax on a, you know, like, oh, okay, if you want to play a puzzle game, it's this much. Oh, well, there's a 10% tax on Call of Duty. Like, fuck you. That's yeah. never going to happen. <laughs> no. People would lose their shit. Could you imagine if that happened? Oh, my God. God, you think people are upset about paying five bucks for PS Plus and only getting two amazing PS4 games? Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, we need to charge an extra 60 cents on this month's PS Plus because one of the games we included is violent. People would yeah. fucking flip! Be a lot of angry 10 and 11 year olds, I'll tell you oh that much. Good yeah. lord, keyboards would explode. Did you ever see that that video years and years ago? I mean, I don't know whether it was true or whether it was it was staged or whatever, but it, it I believe it was a kid in Germany because I'm pretty sure he was speaking German, but playing a game whether it's like WoW or League or something League of Legends or something, but he just loses his mind and just starts slamming the keyboard like screaming <laughs> like bloody murder. Keys are flying and he's punching the screen and they're like. Like, I almost, I remember watching it going, this can't be real. Like, nobody gets this mad at video games, do they? <laughs> but maybe I'm, maybe I'm more level-headed than some? I don't know. But he was angry, though. Like, like He was I've seen, angry. <laughs> but I've seen, I've seen videos of, like, dudes, like, playing FIFA. And, and again, like I said, you have to wonder if it's staged. Where, like, they punch their freaking 60-inch HD TV. And I'm like, there's no way you did that. I mean, you might have done that, but then literally like half a second later, you're like, oh my God, what did I do? <laughs> or you just did it hoping for the hits. Well, maybe. Wanted they, to go viral. Hits enough to buy a new TV? Maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. Good God. I don't know, man. I don't well, even let my kid breathe in my TV's direction, let alone punch it. <laughs> <laughs> Turn your head when you breathe. <laughs> <laughs> do you realize that's 4k <laughs> that's right you don't appreciate the good things get out of here peasant <laughs> well thanks josh for sending in that email um i know that i've thought long and hard about it uh, before coming to the cast today so really appreciate you taking the time to write in and again if anybody else wants to write in wants to tell us something wants to ask us something uh, you can either email us, which is pressxpodcast at gmail.com, or you can get at us on our Facebook group, Press X the Podcast. We're all in there. We're just milling about. We're waiting for people to talk, and we want to talk are. back. We are. And, you know, I want to go back quickly just to Josh. I, this is one of those questions. I mean, I'm glad that there's people out there who can who who feel 
Like these are important questions to talk about. Not not to say that we're uh, an important podcast to necessarily address the issue, but I love having these types of conversations, especially when we can approach it from uh, you know from two different mindsets. Obviously, right? Like mm-hmm. he's a he points out quite plainly he's gun toting, you know, red blooded gun toting American, and he realizes we kind of think differently, and he's interested in our take on that. Um, so I really. I really appreciate that type of question. I really, really do. And I, I would love to get a lot more of those. Those are really great talking points. And that's a super important thing to remember, I think, is that even if we disagree, that does not mean we can't talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and in a culture now of, I mean, and, and both sides are really bad for it, where if you if, if you think differently from me, you're wrong and it's vehement, it's, 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 it's an absolute and people are forgetting that there's middle ground and the only way we're going to get forward is if we actually talk to each other for sure. So I think that's a really good point to bring up. Absolutely. Um, I got serious for a second there. Yeah. Super heavy. Uh, you guys have anything else you want to talk about? I feel like I need to just crawl up on with my pillow and think about life and love and all the things <laughs> in life that are important to me. Oh God, we got to get out of here before he gets any more sentimental. <laughs> I love you guys so much. I just, I don't know. I just don't say it enough. <laughs> well, if you've made it this far, thank you very, very much for listening. Um, if you liked it, share it with everybody you know. Give us a thumbs up on uh, iTunes. I guess you don't give thumbs up. Give us five stars. Review it. Do all that cool stuff. Tweet it out. Facebook it. Whatever it is share you do. Share it. Share it is probably share, the share, most share. important. Yeah. We're, we would really encourage you, if you're listening to this and you're liking what we're doing, we want to grow. We, we have to grow. Invite people into the Facebook group. Uh, chat with us, man. We want to talk to you guys. I mean, that's the entire reason we do this. We want to know that you guys are listening, and we want to talk to you guys and engage with you guys. So share it amongst all your video game loving friends. And where can we find Cog Connected stuff, Trev? Oh, my God. I can't believe he missed it. Oh, my God. And we're almost done. Yes, cogconnected.com. Technically, we are done. We are pretty much done. We are inserting this in just for you. Uh, Go. Go. I love you guys. Go. Cogconnected.com. That's cogconnected on Twitter. Cogconnected on the Instagram. Cogconnected on Facebook. I'm your company man. We have to get that in a trio one day because he's a company man. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we're going to get out of here. Take care, guys, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Peace out. Adios. Bye-bye. 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 Is it? (laughs) (laughs) It's the signature sign-off. Bye-bye.